If you are thinking about starting your own business, it can be full of fear, anxiety, and overwhelm. Believe me, I totally get it. I've started two businesses from scratch without any experience, and I've had to learn to fail fast, which is exactly what you're meant to do, by the way. Just ask Google. This is one of the many mindset secrets and lessons my guest today learnt working for the global giant in Silicon Valley. Pretty cool, right? Now she's helping other entrepreneurs build their dream businesses too. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Walker, aka That Property Mum. Now, can I ask a quick favour before we dive in to today's epic episode? We all know how important reviews are for businesses these days, and mine is no different. If you could spare just a minute to follow, rate, and review this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me. Now, what a great episode I have for you today, even if I do say so myself. Starting a new business is terrifying. Will you have any customers? Who would want to work with me? What have I got to offer? Uh, There's already so many other people doing what I want to do. I bet you've got a list of excuses at least a page long. And believe me, I had them too. My biggest fear though was around finances. What if I couldn't feed my family, pay my school fees, or pay private health insurance? And I know these sound like first world problems, but when you are already in a good paying day job, leaving to start something on your own or new takes your limiting self-beliefs, your inner mean girl or your imposter syndrome to a whole new level. Uh, Did I do it tough in the beginning? Absolutely yes. Was I late on paying my bills? 100%. Did I have to make sacrifices? Absolutely. Did I have to hustle? Of course I did. But was it worth it? Absolutely. I don't regret it for a minute. And you might be asking, why? Why don't you have any regrets? Well, it's because I got to build a business on my terms. I got to set the hours I wanted to work, built the income that I needed, and enjoyed the freedom of being my own boss. I never had to miss out on another sports day, concert, or birthday party. And believe me, when I was working in the media, I missed so many things. I'd actually run out of babysitting favours with all of my friends and family. I am so happy being my own boss that I started another business, That Property Mum. And for many of you listening who don't know this, That Property Mum was started with a single desire to make property management businesses easier and less stressful. I wanted to help find solutions to the big issues and problems. And once I fixed them in my own business, I decided I have to share this with others. I knew so many property managers and business owners and working mums who were all suffering unnecessarily. 
And believe me, I had a revolving door of property managers inside my own business, all coming and going, feeling overworked, stressed and unhappy as they were when they first started. So that became my mission. I started with an ebook, the A to Z Guide to Property Management and a blog. I now have a weekly podcast, a whole host of online products and templates to help with mindset, growth and systems and procedures. I've also got an online growth course and soon to be launched digital marketing school. So if you are thinking about starting your own business, whether it's in property management, it's a side hustle, or maybe you've got an idea for a a tech or software tool that might just revolutionize the industry, I say go for it and get started today. Now, my guest in this episode might actually be able to help you on that journey too. Leanne Abrani Jensen is a former Google employee who worked for the global giant in Silicon Valley. She now helps entrepreneurs bring their business ideas to life. And the lessons and mindset shifts she garnered in her role as a project manager in Google's treasury team, how cool is that, are now part of the foundations of her new business, Start Rethinking, designed to help turn great ideas into profitable businesses. So are you ready to dive on in? Thank you so much for joining me on the Property Management Podcast. Now, before we dive in, can you please tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you got started doing what you do now? Sure. So thanks um, Thanks for having me. I'm really excited for the opportunity. Um, my name is Leanna Briati jensen I have a business called Start Rethinking. Um, I set up this business to help, essentially help entrepreneurs uh, start their businesses. So my background is over 20 years in project management in lots of different industries um, in Melbourne, Sydney, London and Silicon Valley. And what I've noticed in project management across all the different industries is there's lots of repeatable processes and skills that can be applied to help people to start their businesses. So I just really wanted to essentially help other people be successful. Can I just digress for one second and just ask a little bit about what it was like working in Silicon Valley? I'm so intrigued. Um, it was it was amazing. I um, Essentially, I'd been living in London and I decided to take about six months off and travel around the States. And I got to San Francisco and just thought, I think this is the place for me within a couple of hours. I just loved it. Um, I applied for some jobs there and... Um, as I was actually boarding a plane to move back to Australia, I got a job confirmed at Google in their treasury systems area. So it was one hell of a ride. I, I, didn't, I, couldn't, I didn't even have proper phone reception, so I couldn't tell anyone <laughs> until I got back to Australia. Um, but, yeah, I packed everything up, moved over there, and it was amazing. Very entrepreneurial people. Like it's the, the vibe is just sort of buzzing in Silicon Valley. Um, they actually call Google like uh, Disneyland for adults. It's um, just about anything you could imagine. Like some days I'd be moving, uh, walking from one uh, building to another and I might come across like a Hawaiian luau with like a pig on a spit and all sorts of things going on that was just planned sort of just because. But I think one of the things that I really took away from that experience is that anything is possible. Um, people rather than um, 
maybe critiquing an idea that you have for a business or something that you want to do, they're kind of like, okay, well, how do we make that happen? And that's something that's really sort of stuck with me and something that I'd really like to, to you know, use as an ethos for my, for my business. That is so cool. So not only Silicon Valley, but also you worked at Google. That is just absolutely amazing. Um, and I think, uh, you know, for that, for that Google mindset, and it's all about your mindset, isn't it? Um, it, it comes down to um, facing, embracing challenges, looking for a new opportunity to learn or grow, uh, and I guess not taking no for an answer. So um, are they kind of principles that you've applied now into your new business? Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the other really big principles that, that I found in Silicon Valley is just trying things out, failing fast, prototyping where you can. Um, you don't have to spend, you know, necessarily six or 12 months developing a product before you release it. It's really great to maybe do a, a prototype of that product and release it in like, you know, four to six weeks if you can. And it might not be perfect, but you'll be able to get feedback from your target audience and that will really help you to refine that product and and essentially develop something that will be more useful to people in the long run. So a lot of my listeners are property managers or work or or own property management businesses or are looking to start property management businesses. Um, So let's maybe go right back to the beginning and how, how would somebody start? How would they start? Where would they start? What would they do if they were going to start their own business? Sure. So I think firstly, knowing that they want to start a property management business is a really great thing. So they've already sort of narrowed down the scope. They've got their idea. Um, They just need to work out how to execute on it. So the top sort of three things that I would think about is the who. So who is the property management business? Um, Who are the target audience? Do you have a geographical area potentially that you're looking to cover? Um, Who are some of the vendors that you might need to work with? So could be electricians, uh, plumbers, um, roofing contractors, et cetera. So who will list out all of those people that need to be included um, in your little bag of tricks essentially to to get your business up and running and to maintain it as well. Um, Who's actually going to be working in your business? So will it be just yourself initially while you're slowly getting additional properties to manage? Uh, Will you hire staff? Will you need a virtual assistant? So who are the people that are essentially going to run the business? Um, And then think about as well, who are your competitors? What are they offering? Are there things that you can offer above and beyond uh, what already exists in the market to be more appealing to to landlords. And so there might be some other people in the mix in property management that probably covers like the vast majority of the who. Um, Then you've really got the how. So how will people find out about you? How will you onboard new landlords? What processes will you take them through end-to-end from finding you to essentially operating and and you managing their their property. And the last thing I think about just to get things started would be the tech that you need. So would you like a website? Are there any specific um, industry subscriptions that you might need? Uh, What social media would you like to be using as part of your promoting your business? And where will you upskill and where will you outsource? And you might have a mixture of, of that. It might be a little bit of trial and error, but 
essentially like there would be sort of the three things that I would look to to initially to just sort of map out what you need to get started. Now, and I've spoken to you a couple of times about what your business um, actually does and you've got a couple of foundational um, pieces, I guess. Do you want to break those down for us? So somebody came to you and wanted to start their own business. How would you start working with them? And um, you know, and there's a lot of fear as well, I think, for people starting their own business. And I'm assuming a lot of the work that you do, the groundwork that you do helps alleviate some of that fear. Yeah, absolutely. So one of my packages is essentially a monthly coaching package. So I would help people to go through all of the steps that we just mentioned, but also address some of the um, internal fears that people have around starting a business because a lot of the time people have imposter syndrome or maybe they're not um, super confident with public speaking or there might be a number of different issues that they need to overcome to get started. They might just be a bit stuck and they kind of have a fantastic idea, have a fantastic um, geographical region that's got a lot of potential Uh, but they just need essentially someone to help break things down and and keep them accountable. So that's a a monthly package that I offer. Then I also have uh, separate packages. So it might be a problem-solving package. So where someone actually has a property management business already up and running, potentially they're not making the amount of profit that they would like or they're finding that they're spending lots and lots of hours on tasks that could potentially be outsourced I essentially do a business audit and look at what are they doing currently and where do they want to get to and where are the gaps and how can we look to to fill those gaps fantastic um so what are some of the biggest fears then that you have seen or help people overcome when it comes to starting their own businesses I think one of the biggest things is just not knowing where to start So they have an idea and they just kind of think, I just don't know how I'm going to essentially bring that to life. Um, And my experience has been in planning things out to sort of finite detail. (laughs) Um, So I have a a method. Part of it is the the who, how and the tech, but there's lots of other techniques that can be used as well to essentially have a really complete picture of what's required to get the business up and running. Um, So that is one of the big things, I think, that really um, makes people stumble a little bit in terms of getting started. So you've got a project management background. Um, So how does that come into play when somebody is sitting down with you and planning out? So say they've overcome their fears and then they want to move on to the next step, like let's go down, let's, let's go down the the launch path how how do how does your project management and combine to help people get to actually launching their business the launch part is probably the most fun part I have to say so when they're ready to launch I can essentially put together a for one person I did a six-week launch program so it depends on the business but essentially planning everything out in a detailed format estimating the amount of time each activity is going to take putting the costs in there as well, um, designing and building um, content for social media and essentially just giving them a really clear end-to-end picture of what's going to be required for launch as well as what should be done after launch as well. So did we hit the targets that we wanted to hit? What are the benefits that have been delivered uh, to to the clients? And essentially putting metrics in place so that we could measure the success and so we learn from it as well and we can roll that into 
future launches too. So you have this continuous improvement um, methodology. So you're always, always learning, always testing. And um, again, back to the mindset that you mentioned earlier, that um, that really just helps people to just keep improving on, on what they're delivering to their clients. That's fantastic. I wish I had had somebody like you around when I was launching both of my businesses. Uh, it is it is very overwhelming at times and you've got so many things going on in your head um, that without that plan uh, out on paper, uh, you know, or uh, and somebody to guide you and hold your hand who's done it before, um, it can be really overwhelming. And, and I noticed that you do a bit of life coaching as well. And I think if I could have my time back again, I think when you're starting a business, it's good to do a bit of that life audit, work out your big picture. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you wanting to start this business? and get those foundations right before you build something on top of them. Um, is that how your life coaching aspect plays comes into play? Yeah, absolutely. So with the life coaching, I really look at what do, how do people want to live their life and how do they want to design their life? And the business is a big part of it, but there is a lot of the foundational things that happen within our lives that we, we often don't think about and we're just on a bit of a treadmill um, repeating things and maybe not thinking about, okay, does this really benefit me in the long run? So I tend to look at um, things like health, uh, relationships, work, and essentially do a little bit of a life audit as well and just work out what's working, what's not working, what can be changed and what's the plan to do it. And you often find like business and life are very closely interlinked. If one, one thing isn't working well, then it affects the other and vice versa. So it's important to um, to look at both aspects if you feel that there's areas that need to be improved. Let's stay on that theme because you're a working mum and you've got your second bub on the way, which is very exciting. Uh, and you're in startup phase for, for businesses and stuff like that. So tell me, how do you balance it all and now preparing for a new new arrival? How are you going to sort of, you know, make all that happen and keep your sanity and not be too tired and stressed and overwhelmed? Um, what's kind of, give us some of your tips for that. I think one of the biggest things is for me personally is just realising that I can't possibly do absolutely everything that there is to do. And if I try to do that and I have in the past, I think it's just on a path to burnout, which doesn't help anybody. So for me, it's really looking at what are the things that I can save time on. So I have a cleaner come once a week. They just came this morning. It's amazing. Everything's nice and fresh and, you know, clean. Um, I'm looking at preparing ahead of the baby coming in terms of having meals in the freezer, ready to go, um, getting things delivered. So whether it's groceries or um, I get an egg delivery every couple of weeks, just little things like that to make, make life easier. Um, I also make sure that I uh, spread the load a little bit with, with my husband. He's really good. He's great at cooking. Um, he does a lot of the pickups and drop-offs. We, we spread that out quite um, evenly. And then in terms of business, I'm pretty much booked up until a month before uh, I go on my maternity leave, so before my due date. So I'm just being conscious of not over committing myself, particularly coming up to the, my, my due date, as well as there's a lot of things that I'm researching and planning for now for my business. 
but I know that I'm not going to be able to get to them till early in the new year because my due date is mid-November. I'm not going to overload myself at this point in time. I'm, I have a flexible business. It's one of the main reasons I set up this business um, so that I can stop and start when I'd like to. I can do a couple of hours work here and there or I can be working five days a week or, or more if I cho- if I choose to. But I really wanted the flexibility of being able to ramp up and ramp down um, as I need to, to, to be there for my family. And that's brilliant. I think that's that's why I have started my own business. I've shared that I was in a television sports journalist for many years before I started my started a property management business. And it was the best thing that I ever done. Lots of people always said to me, why would you leave that? You know, um, but it was working every single weekend. It was working late nights. Um, I had run out of babysitters and favours from friends and family. So it was time to make a change. And I also, I really do love that that entrepreneurial um, journey and coming up with creating something from nothing. Um, but it's been a journey. Um, and a, one thing that's helped me along that journey has been a lot of personal development work. Uh, so can you share one tool, resource, a podcast or something that um, you can share with our audience today? In terms of personal development? Development, sorry, yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's a tricky one. I'd, I think I listen to so many business podcasts, I have to say, so I'll give an example of that because that's, probably the thing that I listen to the most. So I would recommend How I Built This by Guy Roz. So when I lived in the States, I came across Guy Roz. He is a presenter on national public radio and they have amazing podcasts, so many different podcasts, but this one is actually interviewing a lot of the Silicon Valley and US um, entrepreneurs and they essentially just talk through how they built their businesses. And a lot of it does actually talk about their personal growth throughout that process as well. Um, one that I listened to recently was someone who did have imposter syndrome and learned to overcome that through using mentors and coaches and just essentially putting themselves out there, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Um, so lots of great examples in, in that podcast and quite in, inspiring from a business perspective as well. Fantastic. I will definitely share some links in the show notes to that podcast episode. And I have shared a lot about imposter syndrome because I actually have imposter syndrome as well. So uh, I think that's a really good topic that should be highlighted more because so many people have not heard about it. Um, So thank you for sharing that. Now, how can our audience connect with you further? I have a website called startrethinking.com and I have um, a link there to uh, set up a discovery call and then I also have a Instagram account which is at uh, start rethinking underscore. Fantastic. I would also share those in the notes. Um, Leanne, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I am so very grateful for our conversation and all the best with your new little arrival. Great. Thank you so much. I know your time is valuable so thank you for spending it here. Now, if you're someone who is serious about growing your property management business and you'd like to learn the systems that I've put in place inside my own business that consistently brings in new management leads every single week without me having to do anything, then go to the show notes and take a look at the options for working further with me. Whether that's an online course, one-on-one coaching or free resources on my website. Until next time, my friend. 
Hey there, I know your time is valuable, so thank you for spending it here. Now, if you are someone who is serious about growing your property management business, and you'd like to learn the systems that I've put in place inside my own business that consistently brings in five to 15 new management leads every single week without me having to do anything, then go to the show notes and click on the link to get on the waiting list for the growth school and you'll get notified when it launches. Until next time, my friend.